0: To prevent the very thing defendant Kokonos incited from Weber Shandwick's headquarters in Manhattan. How is that for irony? Question mark? Wow. Just for context, I'll say that it's not usual practice to use a rhetorical question mark in your pleadings. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. Oh. Amen. Okay.
1: are recording and pay respects to the elders past, present, of the Yuggera and terrible people. Sovereignty was never ceded. And this is Online Mole Patrol, ready for a stroll down internet memory lane. I'm Hacklock, a visual artist and chronically online
0: older millennial. And I'm Brianal Butts, attorney at Whore. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, thanks, mate. You planned that. Uh, I did plan that, um, <laughs> but also I didn't come up with it um, Yeah. Someone who's horny for me came up with it. It's still very good. Um, And look, anybody who's listening who is horny for me, please like fan art, suggestions for shows, sweet little messages, selfies, just anything you like. Send them in. Yeah. And me too, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you're the one that's going to be getting all the horny messages, but...
0: Everybody has their role to play. I'll take what I can get. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, and if, if you will not get feet pics out of me, stop asking. You can get feet pics from me if you like. Um, oh, I mean, you can get them from me, but you have
0: to pay for them. I'm not going to say that I'll do them for free because I really don't want to like horn in on your <laughs> racket here. Maybe that should be some kind of Patreon reward for you. Feet pics, sweetie? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Um, so this episode, let's do that thing that people do when they're people who are, you know, professional, well put together. People like us. Yeah, exactly. People like us. Um, so this episode we'll be talking, well, I'll be talking, I'll be forcing you to listen to me talking about Maddox's court case. Oh. Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you? I mean,
1: I, you did tell me it was going to be about Maddox and I was like, I'm not going to remind myself of anything. I'm just going to go with the memories that I have. I do remember Maddox. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited because that was a time. (laughs) That was definitely a time of the internet.
0: And um, we've got some other stuff on. Yes. I have a new
1: segment for us. very excited. Ah, yeah. I don't know how this is going to go, but I guess this is what happens with new segments. Try them out. And if it sucks, we won't ever do it again. Yeah.
0: I'm sure I've seen that on TV before. Oh, did we decide on a name for it? Oh, no. Look, weren't we saying oh, yeah. um, that we would read ha- them all out and yep. we'd make people who are horny for me choose? Okay. Or m- more broadly, we'll allow anybody who listens to the podcast whether they're horny for me or fans. not. General fans. Horniness yeah. not required. Yep. Yep.
1: So we'll yep. wait for the segment. I'll explain the whole concept when we get there. And mm-hmm. we also have a bracket battle. Awesome. Um, and you have brought in the Bracket Battle topic as well. I sure fucking have. So <laughs> this is going to be a fun show. Very Bri-heavy. I'm sure you're sick of me after two episodes in a row of me rambling it's on.
0: bumper, brinal butts content here. Bumper butts. Bumper butts. Shout out to everybody who's horny on me. Horny for me. Horny on main. Horny at me. Um, oh, glasses on. Now it's serious. All right, so I want to tell you about when Maddox went to court. Okay. Okay. So this was mentioned as a bit of a throwaway in a podcast that I love called All Lawyers Are Bad. Um, And I'm disappointed with myself that I couldn't. It seems predictable that I would bring you some law angle on a story, but. It's what you know best. Here we are. So lean um, in, lean into your skills. All right, I'm marinating. (laughs) So I know you remember Maddox, but for those who don't, I suppose I can say that he's an internet comedian from the late 1990s um, in the first instance, which is sort of insane that it's late 1990s. So I read a number of posts about this, and um, there's somebody who did a post on Medium called Kev the Lawyer, who gives some background, and I thought that this passage was really cute, so I'm just going to read it. And um, Kev says Maddox is one of the fathers of internet satire. Adopting the persona of a manly and narcissistic pirate, he starts the best page in the universe in 1996. I can see that. I can
1: see yeah. the red and black, <laughs> like, uh, that's just that era straight, of straight up
0: aggressive HTML kind of shit. Yes,
1: and GIFs, but yeah, the oh. best
0: page on the internet. Uh, yep. Where he rants about the minutiae of pop culture while satirizing feminism and championing manliness. Oh boy, new, new ground. Bleeding edge. Um, so he might be some of the first sort of intentional internet humor that I was aware of, aside from like shitty late 90s memes and email forwards. So he's got this page, the best page in the universe, which is still a go up. It's still there. It's still there. It's still there. Wow. I wonder how much he's spent on hosting over the years. The tagline on the page is, as of today, this page is about me and why everything I like is great. If you disagree with anything you find on this page, you are wrong. And I think that gives you a bit of a flavor. Um, This... (laughs) (laughs) This is pretty old school, but there's a hate mail section. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was back when I used to look at it sort of sarcastic, often mean-spirited essays. Um, The one that I remembered most clearly was titled, For Every Animal You Don't Eat. I'm going to eat three. Oh, I do you remember, remember that? Yeah. So I thought for anybody who's listening, who doesn't, who isn't really across the work, I would read what is possibly an interminable amount of this essay. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's just do that. So let's just imagine that I'm the narcissistic pirate. <laughs> it's real tough. It's not that far away. <laughs> <laughs> What's really going on here? Scene. Ever get the feeling that vegetarians consider themselves morally superior to you? Like they think that not eating meat makes them so special that their shit doesn't stink? As if when someone stops eating meat, they suddenly become holy and dignified and it excuses them for the years of inconvenience and frustration they inevitably inflict upon their friends, family and co-workers who just want to go to a restaurant and order a damn steak without constantly being reminded that they're going to hell for eating an animal that spends most of its life shitting in a field. There are those of us who don't have a hyperactive sense of guilt and we don't give a shit about your mixed up self-righteous moral vegetarian agenda. I can't eat meat. The four worst words to hear when you're going to a restaurant with someone. I literally cringe every time I hear those words because I know it means we have to drive around the city for two hours looking for some restaurant that serves friendly burgers, which ironically look and taste exactly like hamburgers, which vegetarians object to eating because it's either A, gross, or B, murder. If it's so gross, then why go out of your way to eat something exactly like it, asshole? It's funny how vegetarians suddenly stop bitching about murder as soon as you point out their fancy leather belt or shoes, or that they drive a car and use electricity, which contributes to polluting the earth and contaminating everything, including the precious animals that they refuse to eat. (sighs) Ugh. Well, I'm tired of it. So what I've decided to do is sponsor a vegetarian. It's easy and spiteful. And we all know how much, a sp- how much fun spiting people is. I'll explain. What does it mean to sponsor a vegetarian? It means that you have to find someone in your life who's a really big pain in everyone's ass every time you want to go out to eat. And then you commit yourself to eating three times the amount of meat you'd normally consume to make up for all the meat that your vegetarian buddy isn't eating. It's that simple. That way you can reverse the guilt trip that they've been laying on us for years by not only neutralizing their cause, but making it actually worse by eating more animals than would have ever been eaten had they chosen not to become vegetarians. What if vegetarians say they don't care because we'll become fat by sponsoring them? I've thought about that already. All you have to do is exercise. I know it goes against the being lazy rule that I advocate so much, but this is so spiteful that it makes it more than makes up for the exercise you'll have to do. Which means that if you choose the three to one plan and sponsor a vegetarian, you're being so spiteful that you can't lose. If you have a choice, eat three separate types of animals to maximize your efficiency. Only offered <laughs> beef? No problem. Visit the zoo and eat a monkey. And it continues. It's like that's.
1: I remember eating that stuff up. I thought it was so funny, and I mean, I guess it was pretty influential. Um, that I guess that kind of humor had been around, but I feel like it it really kicked off a lot of imitation. I think I might have always wondered if he was a bit of a dick. Like, I think I thought he was a dick, but I still found it funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, now I'm kind of like, this is really old hat, <clears throat> and like, well. <laughs>
0: It's from, I didn't look at what year that was from, but yeah. that's the first one I remember. So I'm probably like, I'm probably like 14 or some shit, <laughs> Exactly. You know? I was yeah. pretty young. Also, it just
1: reminded me of that Robert Smith quote. Yeah, what's that? Um, You know how Morrissey was a really like, he really pushed the uh, vegetarianism that is like shaming and guilting and
0: other people for eating meat I've just never had much time for it so I never really paid attention to who was doing it yeah
1: that was his like he had a book about it and like very Peter-esque vegetarianism okay so he back in the 80s when there was that rivalry between the Smiths and um, (laughs) The Cure uh, someone asked Robert Smith about Morrissey being a vegetarian and he said "Um, if Morrissey says don't eat meat then I will because I hate Morrissey (laughs)
0: Oh, fuck yeah. (sighs) Um, So when you look back through the titles, they're all about how stuff is crap and people are dumb. Yeah. Which I agree with broadly. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, it's not that imaginative. Mm. I do remember when my own humour tended to hinge on stuff like this, but also I was very sad and afraid and living my life like a dog that got kicked too many times. So there's that. Just to be a real dick about all of this I also feel like mentioning that Maddox is about 42 years old now so he's basically exactly the right age for me to fuck him and has been for the last seven years because I'm basically the Leonardo DiCaprio of fucking 42 year olds (laughs) well someone's got two (laughs) (laughs) and look that's really puerile I think but I want to foreshadow the nature of this story and also my approach to telling it Um, I think for my own vindication and for the lols, I really just want to summarize just like the worst aspects of this story. Okay. Um, Basically because I'm a horrible gossip. Let's go with that. Okay. So Dick Masterson is the other bro in this story, or one of the other bros in this story. And I actually remember from the early 2000s seeing him about, and I remember his website, um, and I remember that he'd written this book called men are better than women the name rings a
1: bell but i don't really remember anything specific
0: it was like men greater than sign women oh yeah 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 i do remember that and i'm not gonna bother pulling up any material here because i can't be fucked dredging up that website but maybe we could like pull a clip from where the character is set up on dr phil because that's a thing that he does at some point oh wow okay sure yeah so we stick that in the show notes. Yeah. And maybe just for setting the scene show notes. Like me, yeah. it's um it's largely audio, so we okay. could throw it in. Woman a woman no resp- nothing more liberating and freeing to a woman than chauvinism. A woman has no responsibilities because I don't expect her to get anything right. All women are whores. They trade sex for money, they trade sex for cars How is prostitution illegal? But alimony isn't, they're basically the same thing You're paying for the whore to leave There's so and much of this take risks Yeah you, for crap. you can't blame women for what they do wrong In the same way that you can't blame a dog For what it does wrong It's your fault for not training it properly Boo, <laughs> Boo! Yeah, quite the character. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose that part of the humour is supposed to be that he's actually trolling people here and mm. that this is apparently satire, but that people aren't clocking it as that. Yeah. And bless my little cotton socks, I recall not understanding that that was satire at all mm. when I was 18 or 19 or whenever I first saw that. Um, I think I was living on campus, so I think I was 20. Or younger, I think
1: the definition of a troll has kind of changed, it, especially in that era of the internet. Uh, trolling was more like it wasn't just being a dick; it was um, intentionally like emotionally manipulating people. Yeah, so it was like pretending to be someone to get a rise like to press particular buttons.
0: Yeah, and like if you keep on watching that clip, um there's a woman who comes up to ask a question and you can see that she's really upset. Yeah, and and angry and she's like excuse me sir, um do you get many dates? With like these eyes, and he's just kind of laughing.
1: Yeah, because he's yeah. getting the reaction that he wanted.
0: Oh, and I feel like for anybody not watching the clip, I want to point out that there's like this this visual aspect to the character. I think where he's got his head shaved, he's got like this big old porno mustache. He's yep. wearing Dark aviators. Shades. Yeah, yeah, and there's shots of him like smoking a cigar. And um, it's, like, honestly so close to one of my exes. <laughs> <laughs> Who's one of my 42-year-olds. Right. Of course. <laughs> so, when I was young and I was, like, seeing that content and I was reading the stuff that he put on his website with mm. this, you know, when you can't tear yourself away from the train crash. Yeah. Um, I think the world already felt quite hostile to me in terms of my experience of gender. So there wasn't much of an opportunity for me to see the humor in it. Yeah. Like um, the humor and the idea that women and some other people aren't realizing that this is satire. It's like if the punchline is supposed to be that people who are fooled by this are stupid, I, I don't think that's correct. I think people are convinced by this because it's not so far away from an array of explicit and implicit messages that feminine people are sent by some individuals and by culture broadly.
1: Yeah, it's that thing that if your satire is indistinguishable from the thing you're satirising, you're just doing the thing. Well, it's not yeah, satire. yeah
0: this is Poe's Law stuff. Like, I'm not sure I really want to blame anybody, women in mm. particular, for just assuming that this dude <laughs> is just horrible yeah. and for not finding any humour in it.
1: I mean, to me, it seemed funny just then. With all this context, oh, uh, because and, like, it seems so time, extreme. Yeah, I think. Except that we've kind of come back around where that is a much more common kind of what do they call black pilling
0: oh, thing I, I that think people we're... end up in
1: that kind of state legitimately now.
0: Yeah. Um. So like. At this point, in what I prepared, I really wanted to just read to you what the definition on Wikipedia of Poe's Law is, just to point that out. So it says Poe's Law is an adage of internet culture that states that without a clear indicator of the author's intent, it's impossible to create a parody of extreme views. So obviously exaggerated that it can't be mistaken by some readers for a sincere expression of the views being parodied. Um, So it says... It goes on and says Poe's law is based on a comment written by Nathan Poe in 2005 on ChristianForums.com, which was an internet forum about Christianity. And the post was made during a debate on creationism where a previous poster had remarked to another user... Good thing you included the winky, otherwise people might think you're serious. And Nathan Poe replies and says, Without a winky or smile, or other blatant display of humour, it's utterly impossible to parody a creationist in such a way that someone won't mistake it for the genuine article. And so the original statement of Poe's law referred specifically to creationism, but it's since been generalised to apply to any kind of fundamentalism or extremism. Yeah and i think that there, like this makes me think of, i think that there's a much more well developed discussion around the idea of like you can't just do ironic racism for yeah. hu- with humorous intent because how how on earth can, is that distinguishable from actual racism
1: yeah it's cuz it's something that it still exists like yeah. this is a thing that is yeah. happening now like yeah there is a lot more uh, conversation about that i think in general online um people have a, I mean, I'm making generalizations here, but I think people generally have a better understanding Yeah. now. I think people are a bit more sophisticated with humour.
0: All of this really makes me think about like a different time in internet culture and humour where, I don't know, like edgelords ruled. Yes. I, we
1: need to like name these, like we, we name historical periods like the Bronze Age we need like the Edge Lord era. Have or you ever something. seen
0: somebody did a, a piece of academic work where they were talking about like the various ages oh. that we've moved through in respective memes? Oh, interesting. No, I'll try and find it and send it to you. That sounds exactly like our cup of tea here. Oh, it's amazing. Chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> it's great. So anyway, like in 2014 or 2015, Maddox and Dick Masterson start a podcast. Okay, idiots. And it was called The Biggest Problem in the Universe, and they would sort of have a debate where they advocated on the basis that, you know, they would each bring a problem, uh-huh. and they would advocate on the basis that their respective problem um, was m- more important than the other person's. Right. So that was like the format. Okay. Um, and Kev, the lawyer, said... He must have really fucking loved it because he said it's the Seinfeld of podcasts (laughs) replete with funny rants, absurdist arguments and first rate comedy bits. So it sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he says the great chemistry between the co-hosts starts waning after Dick sleeps with an ex-girlfriend of Maddox's. Oh no! Of three years prior, and despite Maddox being already involved with a living girlfriend. Oh, dude, you don't own people! Yeah. Oh. Your dick isn't like a magic wand. Do you remember that episode of Angry Beavers where they figure out that they have like scent marking stuff and then they mark everything? I've not seen Angry Beavers. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My point is that Maddox's dick. Yeah, is not that. Yeah, she's not been sent marked for life.
1: (laughs) Sounds like he believes a lot of his own rhetoric.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a white dude of an age. Mm. Yeah. That's
1: really rude, but I'm not sorry. I I guess I did wonder how much of his online persona character was genuinely him and how much was a character to gain an audience, you know, for comedy.
0: It was only in doing any sort of research for this that I was like, oh, was that like a character? Yeah. (sighs) Because... And I mean, you can still call it a character if the character is you being your worst self. But that's still you, motherfucker. an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's you. You came up with that stuff. That came out of you. Don't pretend. Mm. I see you. Okay. So obviously the strain was noticeable on the podcast. And then, and I haven't watched this, Maddox publishes a video in which he reportedly misunderstands the meaning of the internet insult, cuck. Oh. And says, there's nothing inherently wrong with being a cuckold, which results in him being mocked (laughs) mercilessly by his own fans. Oh, no. And so, yeah, like you say, the cracks are showing. Mm -hmm. Um, Maddox ends up hosting an episode of his podcast with Dick um, on his own, where he announces the podcast is ending, but he provided no prior notice to Dick. And apparently he thanked everyone involved in the podcast Except, Dick.
1: <laughs> that's so petty. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom, my dad, but not my sister. Ah, uh, yeah, it's like meow.
0: Women are so emotional. <laughs> Women kind of positions of power. <sighs> I don't want to be like this, but I just have had some experiences with some people where I think that if you really identified with or buying into this idea of like normative sort of like performative hyper-masculinity then there's some maybe some blind spots for you around the ways that you engage in behaviors that you're mocking as feminine Uh uh-huh that's a big thing yeah like I've known plenty of guys who are Real bitches, mm. but I don't think they see it that way. I don't think there's any no room in there. Like because the men men underst- don't do that. Women yeah. do that. Yeah. So it's like it's erased. Yeah. There's no way to sort of like integrate it into their understanding of themselves. Mm. So Maddox was getting nasty apparently and was spreading some rumors about Dick and hinting that Dick had done something terrible. And so Dick lets everyone know that the reason Maddox was butthurt was because Dick had hooked up with a girl that Maddox had dated years prior.
1: He broke the bro code. <sighs> Is that bro code? I don't know. I'm not a bro. I think, it,
0: I think it might be supposed to be bro code, but if women are so disposable... Why would you care? Why would you care? Yeah, that's a good point. Because actually I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um, so apparently Maddox was... Like super mad, mm. and was contacting the girl. Oh God! A lot, and told Dick that they couldn't do the podcast together if Dick wanted to pursue a relationship with the girl. And apparently, Dick was like sure. So I imagine that that's the backstory to the end of the podcast. Okay. So then, like they're having a proper feud. Mm. Um, and a regular guest on the Dick Show, like Dick, goes on to set up to the, do Dick, the own. Dick Show. A regular guest on The Dick Show was Asterios Mm Kokkinos, and Kokinos had previously been on the podcast that Maddox and Dick had had together. So Vice report that Maddox mocked Masterson's right-wing politics, and Masterson and Kokinos responded by challenging Maddox's feminist bona fides by pointing to misogynist passages in his writing. And I mean, I have to admit (laughs) that I was surprised here by the suggestion that Maddox had... (laughs) Feminist bonafide ace. Uh, yeah. Whatever. So am I. <laughs> I mean, like, number one, he's hanging out with Dick Masterson. Like, Professional chauvinist. Yeah. Professional chauvinist and narcissistic pirate. Mm. I think what happens next is that Kokonos and Masterson recruit someone to play the part of an intellectually impaired version of Maddox called Mad Cucks. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I haven't watched any of those videos either. Oh, that sounds awful. Um, so four months into dick, let's take the the ethical high road by, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, by yeah. imitating someone with disabilities to mock someone
0: else. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good idea. No, good idea. Classy. That's- when people do things. That even I wouldn't do. (laughs) Then it's really bad. Yeah, I'm like, how did you get there? Interesting. So four months into Dick and Maddox having their own shows now, Maddox released a video on YouTube, again, I haven't watched this because I'm lazy, where he accuses Dick of lying, embezzling funds from the old podcast, being a rape apologist, and maintaining a rape list. Whoa <laughs> Oh God,
1: I hate all of these people.
0: Um I'm not so there's lots of people who are saying that none of that stuff is true. yeah, but it's it's like it's one of these things where both of these people have really enthusiastic fans. Mm. so who would fucking know? <laughs> a rape list. I mean, I've got a fuck list. <laughs> I got a list of everybody I fucked. but I those are all people that I, you know had consensual sex with him. Yes. Not, here's a list of my crimes. <laughs> I, no, I thought that the rape oh, is list it like was a, a list k- of people that he wants to rape.
1: Oh, it's a it's a aspirational rape list.
0: Yeah, it's like a kill list. Ah, of course. But with less killing, more raping. I mean, my kink, consensual sex. mm Pretty if I can get if I can get it, highly <laughs> consensual sex, like that enthusiastic <laughs> consent is what I'm going for. I'm not sure we could classify that as a kick, but okay. <laughs> um, Maddox's partner, Metal Jess, publishes a private message that she receives from Asterios Kokonos, where Kokonos is being empathetic about the stress and humiliation Maddox must be experiencing in the course of his feud with Dick. Um, And so apparently Metal Jess is publishing this message with a view to, I suppose, accusing Coconuts of trying to play both sides of the dispute. Right. Who who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. So Coconuts doesn't like this and he breaks up with Maddox. Whoa. It cuts tight. Friendship ended with Maddox. Boom. Now Dick
1: Masterson is my new best friend. This is not at all like
0: high school girls.
1: It is 100% high school girls.
0: <laughs> within twi- even note passing. Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. So within 24 hours, cock records and releases an album of <laughs> shitty Christmas carol parodies, all calling Maddox a cuck, <laughs> called Cuckmas Carol's Bald-Headed Lies. I like the creativity in
1: this retaliation
0: yeah. It's like,
1: I'm not just going to call him a cuck. I'm going to write
0: an entire album and record it. The album ended up being number one on iTunes, I understand it. <laughs> oh my god. So my favourite part about all of this is that it was not released at Christmas. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Then a woman calls the school where the former girlfriend of Maddox and the now current girlfriend of Dick yes. is working... And that person makes some reportedly baseless accusations along the lines that this person shouldn't be around children. And it turns out this is Metal Jess, Maddox's current girlfriend.
1: That's fucked. That's her job.
0: You don't go for the job, man. But
1: also, like, this is between the
0: boys. Yeah, this it's has got... turned into a girl-on-girl crime. Why is the girl getting involved? Who can say? <sighs> so, on this basis, in relation to this incident, Maddox's ex, Dick's current girlfriend obtains a restraining order against Maddox's girlfriend, Metal Jess. Nice. That seems necessary at this point. And Maddox emails Kokonos's employer, a PR firm called Weber Shandwick, posing as a reporter from Condé Nast, who's doing a piece about online bullying and harassment. And <sighs> Maddox as the reporter says that Kokonos was taking part in an online bullying campaign. But Weber Shandwick didn't do anything to Kokonos. Then Maddox commences an action against Weber Shandwick, Dick Masterson, Patreon, and some other people, including the guy who played Mad Cucks. (laughs) (laughs) For $20 million. For, like, Defo? Like, what's the... Oh, there's like a whole series of courses of action okay. that are set out across like 53 or 54 pages. Jesus Christ. Which is a lot. Okay. Um also Madcux doesn't get served properly, so he's actually not in. <laughs> <laughs> um and in those claims, Maddox's girlfriend, Metal Jess, is referred to as Jane Doe, ostensibly to disguise the fact that She's subject to a restraining order taken out by Dick's uh, girlfriend. Right, okay. So the consensus is that the claim is very poorly drafted and everyone suspects it was put together by Maddox himself and then filed by a lawyer, which is like an option. It later becomes clear that it was written by a lawyer, which I suppose is equal parts sad and hilarious. <laughs> so, like, here's one quote. Weber Shandwick is paid substantial sums of money from some of the largest and most reputable companies in America to prevent the very thing defendant Kokonos incited from Weber Shandwick's headquarters in Manhattan. How is that for irony? Question mark. Wow. Just for context, I'll say that it's not usual practice to use a rhetorical question mark in your pleadings. (laughs) Oh, oh, I love this. <laughs> oh. So there's essentially a fuck ton of causes of action and maybe a range of other issues with the case, but like you're, we're all obviously here for the drama and not for the legal points, so let's just skip that. Right? Yes. Um, what I will mention, though, is that the lawyer involved is called Kevin Landau and he is referred to by Dick's fan base as the Dog Bite Lawyer. <laughs> Not because this is some cutesy way to say that someone's a shitty lawyer, but because Kevin Landau's specialty is cases involving people who have been bitten by dogs. <laughs> Literally. So it's actually a very accurate description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apt. So um, I just want to read you this one passage from Kokonos' defense, though. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, like one of the causes of action is defamation. But there's also like a whole bunch of other stuff. So in what I think is Kokonos' defense, infidelity is prevalent in today's society such that the term cuckold does not have the same impact as it once may have. To that end, Maddox, whoever's put this post together Is decided that the way to respect everybody's privacy is to use their online handles rather than their... That's fair. Legal name's fair cop. To that end, Maddox himself has stated that there's nothing really inherently wrong with being a cuckold. See, you don't know what a cuck is, published by Maddox on YouTube May 6, 2016. Maddox has manufactured an argument that the term cuckold is defamatory for the purposes of this lawsuit. Lastly, if this case proceeds beyond the pleadings, Mr. Cockanus intends to prove that Maddox is... By his own dictionary definition, a cuckold. The <laughs> genesis of Dick and Maddox's falling out was that Maddox's ex girlfriend cheated on him with Dick. It is axiomatic that truth is a defence to defamation. Hey! Hey! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kokonos gives comments saying that Maddox is suing out of vindictiveness. So, Kokonos writes in a June 2018 post on Medium, it's about a 40-year-old troll who doesn't like being made fun of himself and he'll use whatever it takes, be it the legal system or the court of public opinion, to get his way. Seems pretty accurate. So, Vice writes about the outcome of the case and says, Maddox's problem was that as a public figure... His original complaint described him as a highly successful author and internet personality. He can't hold anyone liable just for mocking him, even if that mockery was as mean-spirited as an album of cuck songs. Cockiness and Masterson had the right to profit off of said ridicule, much like the way Saturday Night Live makes fun of President Trump. So... Like that's the kind of stuff that um, the judge presiding over the case said during proceedings. So, Maddox's case against Kokonos, and maybe the rest, I don't know, um, you know, I read a couple of different things, was dismissed, but without prejudice, and this meant that Maddox's counsel had the option to refile with, I suppose, better claims. Okay. But then on the eve of the deadline to refile, Kokonos reckons that Maddox messaged him directly to offer half of his podcast's worth, which Maddox said was $45,000 to end it all and prevent Kokonos from countersuing. Kokonos reports that he said he asked Maddox to communicate through their legal reps only and through his lawyers he suggested that Maddox sell the podcast and give him the money rather than relying on the valuation. Maddox goes quiet. The time limit to refile elapses. Okay. So Kokonos reckons he spent thirty grand on legal costs and was terminated by Weber Shandwick after all. Oh. So apparently Kokonos is considering a malicious malicious prosecution countersuit against Maddox, but is open to settling on the following terms. One, he receives a public apology from Maddox. Two, he receives $30,000 cash in a really cool briefcase. <laughs> and three, they engage in a three-round boxing match.
1: Okay, that's been an internet... um. Resolution device in the past. Uh, Culturally relevant. Yes. Okay.
0: Not unprecedented. hmm So apparently Kokonos would also accept an appearance from Maddox on his podcast wearing a lie detector. And every time Maddox lies, he has to pay Kokonos another thousand dollars. <laughs> so... Either Maddox... way, spectacle. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's about spectacle. I guess it's about pulling him into further humiliation. Mm-hmm. So, Maddox was last posting earlier this year about coronavirus and how Bob Dylan sucks. Wowee!
1: Really on the bleeding edge of pop culture there.
0: He also said Leonard Cohen was
1: spooky. Oh, whoa! (laughs) It feels like he's really pulled back from his edgelord prime.
0: He said a thing about how he wants to get coronavirus and then followed it with another post saying that he's sick of having coronavirus. And Dick Masterson is posting on Instagram about his podcast, the last episode being about International Men's Day, amongst other things. Yeah, that was very recently. And Kokonos is also posting on Instagram and doing, I don't know, whatever. I'm tired. Mm. But his Instagram lets us know that his pronouns are he, him. It's very progressive of him.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Confusingly so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Okay. All right, well, uh, a lot's gone on since I was last aware of Maddox's presence in the world. It seems like he has not evolved much as a
0: person. Why would he? He's like a white dude in his 40s. Oh, look, no, no, that's mean. I know I fucked plenty of nice. 42? (laughs) We were just talking about how that was apparently your your major kink.
1: I don't really have anything to add. So if you're 42 and you're horny
0: for me, write in. I'm not. (laughs) I'm too young. yeah. Sorry. You're not forty-two. I know you're horny for me.
1: We all do. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think what else I can remember about Max. I just remember I did think his stuff was funny. I also thought he was an asshole, but I kind of find some asshole comedians
0: very funny. I just really strongly associate him with somebody who was like a real dick to me. So yeah, yeah. It sort of makes me all of the things that I think about that like the sad, scared kicked dog kind of thing. Those are qualities that I also, like, compassionately now associate with that person who, you know, fucked me around, who liked Maddox as well. Like, I think that they were attracted to Maddox as a character because those things were also true of them. There was a bit of validation there. Yeah. I guess I also tired of his shtick. Oh, it's just the same shit. It's like, oh, yeah, Bob Dylan sucks. Like, Mm. Vegetarians suck. Coronavirus sucks. Yeah, I think it's actually kind of nice that we've all moved past that. Like, I yeah, feel... so do I. I'm glad that we've moved on. Even that so much internet humor is just like totally absurdist, like da-da shit now. Like, I love that. So do I. Yeah. There was definitely,
1: I think, also a, um, prime comedy time for the non sequitur. <laughs> um, and I think we've moved a little bit beyond that And we're still like, still really There's a lot of really surreal, cool Stuff, but I feel you like I used to
0: love my non sequiturs
1: <laughs> That was like, the thing For a while, and man, it made me love
0: Yeah, I think it's actually like uh, There's more sophistication Required in finding ways to be humorous Wherein you're also not a dick To mm-hmm. somebody else Yeah, And you're not like, punching down
1: It's not impossible though There's so much good, funny shit out there that isn't punching down.
0: Am I punching down when I make fun of Maddox?
1: No. He's (laughs) a 42-year-old white man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, like, the picture that everybody puts up on articles of him is of, like, him there wearing a crown like fucking flipping you off and he's giving you that like that asshole.
1: Oh, it's not the bird. proper the bird. He's got the like the fingers
0: aren't folded all the way down. They're just like up a bit. So and it's that's like always it's only like massive fucking cunts who do that.
1: I couldn't be bothered pulling the fingers all the way down. I
0: find that there's more effort in me establishing that one. But that could just be my biology.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Natural Maddox, if you're listening to this, like I have compassion for you. I hope that you're okay. Dick sounds like a fucking dick, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Appropriately named. (laughs) All right. Is that all of the Maddox story? That's it. Cool. Now let's never speak of him again. (laughs) Case closed. Closed. (laughs) All right. Bracket battle. What have you got for me? All
0: right. All right. Let's battle. It's going to be a battle. We need some battle music, even though we don't actually Ever battle. That's pretty good. Um, I was thinking like um. I love that one. So I basically just like stole an idea from you wholesale. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. All right. So, do you remember when you did, like, a bracket battle that was, um, Am I the asshole headlines? Yes. Yeah. So, I did, um, Today I Fucked Up. Oh! Yeah. Okay. So, I'm thinking that I'll just give you the headlines, and if you request the content, I'll give that to you. Okay. But ultimately, like... Just look at the headlines. The reward at the end for the one that you think is the best is probably going to be <laughs> that we read it out. Okay. Alright, cool. I like it. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm just going to do them in order rather than doing anything special. Okay. So, today I fucked up by being rude to a customer versus today I fucked up by eating too many sugar-free cough drops. (laughs) Obviously, the sugar-free cough drops one seems more interesting to me. Okay. So, (laughs) I'm just going to, like, fucking delete today I fucked up by being rude to a customer and that's how I'm going to deal with this situation.
1: Am I missing out on a really good story? No.
0: Okay. This is all trivial shit, I'm sure. Okay, so, today I fucked up by shaving my ass crack, then having the spiciest taco ever. Oh, no! Versus, today I fucked up by pretending to be the police. Oh,
1: shit! (laughs) Oh, God! One of them is illegal, and the other one is, like... Body horror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love them both.
0: Um, Mm. Shave my ass crack, then have the spiciest taco ever versus pretending to be the police. I mean, the
1: spicy taco one... Seems like it would be a more entertaining story, but I think I kind of know where the story's going. I, I'm more interested. I mean, my interest is more piqued by the police one.
0: Okay, so we're deleting spicy taco on no. a shaved ass <laughs> crack. It's forever.
1: Oh. We can
0: never look this up on the internet ever again. No! Today I fucked up by not changing my Neopets password. Oh! Versus. Today I fucked up by role playing with my friend's girlfriend. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> They're both really good titles. Today I fucked up by not changing my Neopets password versus today I fucked up by role playing <laughs> with my friend's girlfriend. Haven't we all been there? How do I choose between my two children here? <laughs> Do you Um, want me to read you more?
1: I think I'm more intrigued by the Neopets one, because how could that be more of a fuck up than just someone hacked into my
0: Neopets? So, (laughs) today I fucked up by changing my name, versus today I fucked up by telling my sign language teacher I wanted to eat her out in front of the class. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Did he tell her this in sign language? Who can say? Okay.
0: I mean, I, I could, but I don't <laughs> Um. Mm. Today I fucked up by changing my name versus today I fucked up by telling my sign language teacher I wanted to eat her out in front of the class. I'm going
1: to go with the changing name one. I am more intrigued by fucked up names.
0: Sweet. Today I fucked up by not flushing the toilet. <laughs> Versus today I fucked up by flirting with my wife. What? Oh, God. Um. Didn't flush the toilet. Flirted with my wife.
1: Uh, I want to know the terrible outcome of an unflushed toilet. Yeah, more. you do. I feel like it's more relevant to this
0: podcast. Okay. <laughs> Today, I fucked up by pretending to be a swinger. Oh. Versus, today I fucked up by getting drunk and breaking into someone's house with a twig. That one. The twig, <laughs> the twig one. Twig. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. I keep forgetting to turn away from the
0: microphone to laugh. Today, I fucked up by missing out on losing my virginity. Oh versus today i fucked up by showing my parents my animal crossing island what <laughs> how could that how how have maybe it was really
1: gay looking
0: ah <laughs> 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 uh, we've been there <laughs> um Missed out on losing my virginity versus showed my parents my Animal Crossing Island.
1: Mm. I'm more intrigued by the Animal Crossing Island. You're allowed, and not just because I love Animal Crossing.
0: Today I fucked up by dropping super glue on my younger brother's privates. Oh no! That's just a standalone, so that's gonna be that versus um showing my parents my Animal Crossing Island. Ah. Oh. Animal Crossing. Okay. Don't find out about when you dropped glue on. I, I feel like your brothers. It. General. I can imagine
1: that was a painful bad time. <laughs> for but the what younger more brother do we
0: need to know? Yeah. Today I fucked up by getting drunk and breaking into someone's house with a twig. Versus today I fucked up by not flushing the toilet. Oh, the twig. A twig oh my god yeah. All right. oh I'm sorry should we go back to the toilet No, nah, I already deleted it ah! today I fucked up by changing my name mm. versus today I fucked up by not changing my Neopets password
1: oh shit Neopets <laughs> <laughs> this is so predictable <laughs> I'm picking the more internet-y one
0: today I fucked up by pretending to be the police versus today I fucked up by eating too many sugar-free cough drops police. Okay, so today I fucked up by pretending to be the police versus today I fucked up by not changing my Neopets password. I hate this. Um, oh my god, why am I agonising over this so much?
1: Um, Neopets.
0: <laughs> okay, today I fucked up by getting drunk and breaking into someone's house with a twig versus today I fucked up by showing my parents my Animal Crossing island.
1: <sighs>
0: um... Animal
1: Crossing, you look disappointed in me. I set
0: this up for you. We're down to two. Yep. It's Animal Crossing, Crossing versus Neopets. No! Predictably <laughs> enough. Neopets. You want Neopets
1: over Animal Crossing. Do you think I've made the wrong choice?
0: Ah! No. Do you want me to just read out both, like the whole thing, and you can just choose one or the other? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Give me a consolation prize. Part of it is that, like, uh, you may well be aware that I like to live life on the edge, so I'm down a 5% battery. So I'm going to send you both, and I'm going to read them off my phone. Okay. Okay. I think I'm hearing that you would like um, Neopets first. Yeah. Okay. Today I fucked up by not changing my Neopets password. The fuck-up happened in April, but the consequences happened late last night. Back in mid-June, I either stumbled upon a post in the You Should Know subreddit or saw an article online about a website called Avast.com. Basically, it's a website that lets you know if your logins have been compromised. I typed in my email and saw that a whole bunch of old website logins of mine have been compromised. Stuff like Neopets, MySpace, etc. Nothing I really cared about. Who cares if someone wanted to hack me and spend all of my Neo coins... I then plugged in my main email to see if anything had been compromised and everything came back clean. Well, here comes the fuck up. I forgot that I had signed up for this selling platform called Makari with my junk email back in 2015. I used the app frequently to make money selling various items to help me during tough times. All had been well, and I had about $3,000 sitting in the account. I was waiting for a couple of pending sales to be finalized before I withdrew the money to my bank account. Oh no! As I was queuing up to settle in for the night and watch MasterChef, I got a notification that $163 had been charged onto my Amex. I recently backed a Kickstarter that was due to charge me at the end of the month, so I assumed it was that. I then get a notification from Mercari saying, new account login, not you, change your password now. I click on the notification and I notice that hundreds of dollars is missing from my account. Some asshole placed an order on Jordans, Bape, etc., I managed to take a screenshot of the shipping address and then the arsehole kicked me out of the account again. I tried resetting the password to my account, but I didn't receive a password reset email this time. The hacker had changed my default email on my account to theirs. I thought that only my Macari had been compromised, but then I noticed that the first reset email I received before the hacker changed the default email was deleted. Then it hit me. The hacker got through to my Macari because I never changed my junk email's password earlier this year. My Neopets password was leaked and decrypted, and it was the same password that I used for my junk email login. Uh. I called AMX to let them know about the fraud. The crappiest part is that I have no way to recover the $3,000 I made in sales. Macari has no phone support due to COVID. They take days to respond, and everybody knows that their customer service sucks. So due to my fuck up, I'm now out $3,000 that was going towards rent and bills. On top of it, the address that the hacker used to send the item shipped to is a package forwarding warehouse, so I have no idea where that person even lives. I contacted the package forwarding company to let them know about the fraud. Hopefully they can point me in a direction.
1: Yeah, that fucking sucks. It wasn't specifically Neopets, but could have been. Sorry about it. Mm. This is a lesson to get a password manager that w- has a unique password for every site that you use. Uh, also to check haveibeenpwned.com to see if your emails have been in any data breaches and um, uh, like any leaks of hacked emails and stuff.
0: I really hate taking advice from anyone about anything <laughs> and I refuse to be sensible. So... Look, it took me, like, three
1: years to convince my dad to use a password manager, and he worked, He used to work in IT. Um, so I get it, but also, you should get a password manager.
0: Uh, someone that I date has a 12-year-old kid, or has, you know, the kid is 13 now, but when they were 12, yeah, which is obviously a very wise age, they told me that I should get a password manager and told me all about them. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll put that on my list of shit that I'm not going to do. Uh, I'll just deal with listener. all of the horrible consequences. I think
1: one of the things that you should have learnt from this podcast, before this one even, is don't do as Briny do.
0: <laughs> don't, don't do what Dunny don't does. Wait,
1: don't do what Briny'll do. <laughs> don't do what Donny don't does. Do-do. Do. <laughs>
0: Today I fucked up by showing my parents my Animal Crossing island. Woo! I'm a huge ACNH fan and my very Christian Asian parents recently got the game for themselves too. So I was really excited to show them my island that I'm working on and introduce them to my villagers. And a while before this, I used the terraforming app to make a large pond in the shape of a penis in front of the, <laughs> the plaza as a joke between me and my friends.
1: Oh, God, that's just everybody's done that.
0: I have CJ on my island today, so I opened my gates, told them they could come over when they wanted and went back into my house to craft as many fish baits as I could. So there was an equal and plenty amount for me, my mum, and my dad to have some and fish and earn some bells together. I planned on getting rid of the penis after I finished crafting some bait.
1: Oh, so she had actually thought about it. This is some very good uh, island hosting, just getting the baits ready, I have to say. Anyway. Very
0: nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't think time was a problem because my parents are old and slow and I don't know how to and don't know how to skip through Orville's dialogue. <laughs> but I was wrong! Unfortunately for me, just as I was running back to the beach to look for more clams, that's when my parents decided to arrive and when you fly over my island in the plane cutscene thing there's a very clear view of the penis pond so there's no way they couldn't have seen it oh no I panicked and quickly forced clothes but it was too late they looked at me and disapprovingly shook their heads and then started talking amongst themselves in Korean
1: Oh. (laughs) disappointed my parents okay with a
0: penis with a penis (laughs) so today i fucked up by showing my parents my animal crossing island or Mm. today i fucked up by not changing my neopets password i feel
1: like there's a greater lesson for everyone from the neopets password one but the animal crossing one's more entertaining
0: it's true that it's more entertaining so that's a winner. So being that that's a winner and that's legally binding, uh, <laughs> what do we make of this? What do you mean? I do, like what happens next? Like, you know, the chips won and we bought the chips. Yeah. And I suppose we ate all of the... I know. Are you going to make a penis on your Animal Crossing island and like screen cap it and put it in show notes?
1: I was thinking of making you set up an Animal Crossing island, but it does take a very long time to get established. But I can do that. I can make a penis in Animal Crossing.
0: I think you should just make a penis in Animal Crossing. All right, I'll do that. What if, um, just to do it differently, what if you make like a Yoni in Animal Crossing?
1: Ooh. Would it be too hard? Mm, I, I reckon it's possible. It's I not mean, going to be artist. super detailed because of the way that the land is kind of cube. Cubed. Whatever.
0: It's just like a lamp and you're drunk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, Hooray! Alright I guess that's the consequence <laughs> We have our legally binding winner And like. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: Fuck around in Animal Crossing Yeah great, I can't wait
1: I haven't actually logged into Animal Crossing in months I wonder if all my villagers are dead. Oh, oh, fuck! What? No, they don't die. I'm making that up. Oh
0: my god! Just like
1: Neopets, they stay alive in there forever. Saying, is this
0: like a Tamagotchi?
1: Oh, fuck! Apparently, Neo- I thought your Neopets would die, but because I understand not.
0: that you're now obsessed with Zelda.
1: Yes, I am obsessed with Zelda. Yeah, Breath it. of the Wild. Oh my god, it's so good.
0: Yeah. look, you're allowed to like what you like, and I'm... you can let the soft. Animal of your body love what it loves or yeah. whatever she said.
1: It'll be over soon. I like dragged out the game as long as I could and now I'm going through the DLC and I am dragging that out as long as I can.
0: Alright, sweet.
1: But it's starting to get it's starting to get a little tedious. So, Alright. Um, yeah. It's coming to an end soon. Time to go back into Animal Crossing World.
0: Um, I started reading the um VCAT decision about a human rights case that was brought against the Victorian government about like the curfew and stuff. And I was like, wow, this shit is juicy as fuck. And then I got bored and just, like, stopped. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I feel you.
1: Yeah, our attention spans now are just garbage. Yeah. This is just, Come no, on. I have none. None! Not a sausage. Alright, so I reckon that wraps up our bracket battle. Wrap it up. Okay. Alright. So i got this new segment. Yes. Here's my idea. Okay. I... Come to you with a meme, an old meme.
0: Oh, all right.
1: And we see if you can remember it and what you can remember and try and describe it. Okay. To a hypothetical Gen Z. Oh, Marlo. Yeah, we've been trying to come up with names of our hypothetical Gen Z. I think Marlo is the best one. Marlo's pretty good. I also like Madison.
0: I feel like Marlo works for a boy or a girl or an MB.
1: True. Madison seems
0: more... Fem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry about it. Marlo. Um, and so we were talking about what we would name the segment. Yeah. And were we not proposing that we would come up with some shitty names and make... People who are horny for me decide. Yes.
1: No. Our fan base. It doesn't have to specifically s- be people horny for you. It's the same thing. Anyone who listens to the podcast, we will get you to vote and help us decide what we should call this segment. Okay.
0: Um, and do you want to go for, like one for one on this? Okay, sure. So um, I said Mimetics 101 History of Memes. That's pretty good. Mine
1: is Historical Memes for Oblivious Teens. Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Um, I said memeology, prehistoric memes. I said memes for Marlowe. I said the origin of memes, like the origin of species. And I said memes easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. That's all I've got.
1: Alright. If any of those sound good or if you have a better idea, please let us know. Um, you can like reply to any of our social media or message us on any of our social media what
0: about like memes of note like letters of note
1: I guess we are going to be picking ones of note so that could work
0: or we can pick ones that are like really shit no one remembers
1: part of the challenge is going to be trying to explain why it was a meme why it was funny why it was repeated
0: I think like if we really lean into this task we can make it really unfunny true, let's not do that (laughs) (laughs) I kind of want to do that now. Anyway, lay this meme on me. Okay. Do you remember
1: the hamster dance?
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck, man. (laughs) Does the hamster dance count as a meme? Yeah. I remember the dancing baby. Yes. And I remember crazy frog.
1: I think the dancing baby was pre the hamster dance.
0: Yeah, because like dancing baby is like fucking. It was an. Late 90s. That was like fucking 96 or something. Yeah. That was like the, be- the beginning.
1: Yeah, it was super early. That was like passed around via
0: emails. Hamster dance. I'm not sure that I can clearly remember Hamster Dance. So, Hamster Dance was a website. Fuck. Back when you had to have a whole website for one meme. Mm.
1: And it was a GeoCities page initially. I looked up a few facts about it. So, it was made in 1998 initially as a okay. GeoCities page. And it was a single serving page, all it did, all it had on it was GIFs, animated GIFs of hamsters dancing and there was, it was like repeated. So I think there was like six or seven different types of GIF just repeated across the page. And that's all it was. It had a title at the top that I think said "Hamster Dance," and then there was a piece of music that auto played, which went like, "Oh my
0: god, auto playing music! Like take me back to MySpace." And when I say take me back to MySpace, I mean don't, don't take me back, <laughs> back to
1: MySpace. Okay, I'm gonna play the sound.
0: Do you remember when you would go on these like early um, social media sites? <laughs> Actually
1: a banger. And it would repeat. Yeah. And it was like embedded into the HTML, which was kind of like a bit of a new novelty thing at the time to have it autoplay music.
0: I remember when people were really into that.
1: Yeah. So I think it did move off Geocities at some point and it became like hamsterdance.com. And I think you could spell it either way with a P or without a P. Like hamster or hempster. What? Either URL worked, I believe. What? Who
0: spells hamster with a P?
1: Some people. What? I think it on the page said hamster. H-A-M-P-S-T-E-R.
0: This is the part of this that I'm having the most trouble with. I don't want to be that guy, but
1: Yeah, look. I am. The Wikipedia entry is hamster with a P. Is
0: hamster with a P?
1: I think it's like Fuck. acceptable either way. Okay, so initially made in nineteen ninety eight.
0: Uh, I just Googled hamster spelt with a P hmm. and it says, it looks like there aren't many great matches for your search, but <laughs> the first result that I do have is WAP porn videos. Oh God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I
1: don't, I don't know what to tell you. So I found out what the music was. It is a sped up sample from a song called Whistle Stop, and it was written and performed by Roger Miller in the 1973 Walt Disney production film Robin Hood.
0: Roger Miller? Hmm? Do you know much Roger Miller? No.
1: <laughs> You're taken aback.
0: Uh, no, no. What else did Roger Miller do? uh, So that isn't me being taken aback that you don't know who Roger Miller is. That's me being mortified by the idea that I'm going to have to explain to you why I know who Roger Miller is. And Roger Miller is a country musician, I suppose, that some people are particularly enthusiastic about. And um, somebody who was horny for me for a time um, used to... Play Roger Miller. Roger Miller for me, a song called Reincarnation, and it's a very sweet song. Oh, that's nice. So... It makes absolute perfect sense <laughs> that the hamster dance music is fucking Roger Miller. Uh, and I don't want to like doggy right now, but obviously I'm gonna. But I searched hamster spelling with a P, mm. and the first r- result is hamster at domtionary.com. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, it, like I might be being a real dick right now, but my dad'll be proud of me because he's an absolute pedant.
1: Okay, well maybe it's spelt with a P this way because the girl who made it Aww. initially made it as a tribute to her hamster, who Aww. was called like something. Hang on, where's his name? I really Hampton.
0: Am a, I am a dick.
1: So it's maybe hamster because his name was Hampton. Aww
0: nice.
1: She made it and her friend made a website at the same time and they were competing to see who could get the most hits.
0: That's very cute, mm. actually. So You know, schoolgirl. super cute.
1: Uh, her and her best friend insisted to generate the most web traffic when she created the Hamster Dance page in 98.
0: Where are they now? I don't know. I need to know.
1: And then it sort of didn't get that many hits until some like uh, web newsletter or website like, wrote about it, and then it suddenly got overwhelmed with hits.
0: Do you remember back when you would read about cool websites in a print magazine?
1: Yes. (laughs) How fucking weird is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you get, like, a list of,
1: like, URLs, like, check these cool sites out. I remember
0: being 10 and writing a list in the back of my diary of websites I wanted to check the next time I saw, like, I had access to the internet.
1: I wrote in the back of one of my like a school diary like important website URLs like Aww. ones I didn't want to forget about but in case I lost my bookmarks some other way like well I'll, I'll write them down <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
0: Very sweet.
1: And there was probably some like GeoCities sites in there where you write geocities.com slash Z slash tilde slash A slash Webring three. Or like, you know, long, yes, complicated, yes. stupid. Before we had URL shorteners and all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So the hamster dance why was it popular? Because people love dumb shit and I love that for them. And I love that for me. And I love that for people who make dumb shit. Do you, do you
1: know how popular it was? Do you remember there being an official song?
0: Yeah, I remember that it was a song.
1: It I, kind of blows my mind that that is what resulted.
0: Have we already talked about this? But, and and I don't remember the name for the theory, but somebody articulated a, a theory properly. that It was like um, in the infancy of the internet, when we were really waiting for things to gear up and we were waiting for everybody to have access, there was this theory that what the internet would do would be to facilitate people's access to information such that people would have access to, easier access to higher quality information and that would lead, that would improve everybody's lives mm. um, bec- <laughs> and maybe improve discourse. Yeah. Um, but actually, in as much as Good internet and accessible internet facilitates access to good information, it does an even better job of facilitating easy access to shit information. So rather than us becoming, you know, uh, more knowledgeable, discriminating, Mm. decisive people who can make good decisions, we're becoming anti vaxxers and looking at, you know, cat memes.
1: Uh, Yeah. I, I think we also had these kind of lofty goals with television early on too. Oh fuck really. Like um they thought that kids would get educated via T V. That was kind of what early play school that play school Didn't Sesame they? Street was. Sesame Street was like kids will learn from television. Well
0: maybe they did. I mean we're missing out on the bit where everybody figured out. It serves political ends for people to not be particularly well educated. Yes, that's true. So, it's not that people were dumb for (laughs) thinking that TV would help people become well educated. There's Mm. this multifactorial stuff. But also, are people not better educated? We are. We actually are. Yeah. Yeah. But we still gravitate towards junk because it's fun. I mean, I absolutely gravitate towards junk because it's fun. Like, I can't stand to watch anything particularly serious outside of business hours because yeah. i just don't have anything left. Mm. You're already a, put all that brain power into your day. No, i'm a burnt out husk.
1: You're right though, talking about like trying to work out why something is funny is the immediate way to make it not funny.
0: I love talking about why a thing would be funny. <laughs> I do. I love making it unfunny by going there. I just want to like <laughs> take everything funny, grind it into the dirt, I want to like it apart. pull
1: it apart. It is interesting that this kind of escaped the internet, though. Like, it went from this dumb website that people would... I think it... it people used to, the
0: bonds of the internet. Well, it
1: did. But I think people did use it like they used... Like they rickrolled p- people, where you would click a link and it'd turn out to be that Rick Astley song. I think people used to do that with the hamster dance as well.
0: I actually think that that's far more wholesome than actually rickrolling people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there was a trick, like, and then you'd pop up and the music would autoplay play and you'd be like, oh no, it's the hamsters oh again. Oh no, I to look
0: at the hamster dance. <laughs> Grandma,
1: how could you do this to me? Yes.
0: <laughs> Were you into the hamster dance?
1: I remember showing it to people. I don't know if I was, like, obsessed with it. I hated the song. Okay. I
0: like the song. Because
1: it got, it got sampled. Okay, I did look this up. They couldn't get the rights to the original sped-up sample because it was from a Disney song. And Disney aren't going to let you use a bit of their stuff. So they kind of recreated the sound. And the group that did it...
0: <laughs> I just want to say, I was listening to All Lawyers about Bad today, and they were talking about Disney and saying, like, basically what a pack of assholes like, taking a bunch of folktales, mm. appropriating those, asserting copyright over them, and then being really aggressive about protecting their copyright. Yeah, Which, yeah, bang on.
1: Yeah, they're they're awful and they're ruining copyright law in the US to oh, yeah. keep holding on so that things never go out of copyright.
0: Really sort of shines a light on the role of big, powerful corporates in um, shifting policy discussions into in in ways that just suit corporate interests rather than anybody else's. Yeah. Which I, I think is it's a, it's a dog it's a dog move. Capitalism. But I mean, you know, it's it's um it's not a person; it has no ethics. It's just um, mm-hmm. it's a corporate structure, so it it cannot do anything but seek profit. Not that I want to sound like a total commie here, but that's the not way. That I'm not it a total commie. I just don't want to sound <laughs> like a total commie.
1: <laughs> All right, back to the hamster dance.
0: Oh, hamster dance, yeah.
1: Uh, so the song was recorded by the Boomtown Boys, but they released it under the name like oh i i forgot to write it down, but I it was thought, like who the
0: fu- who the fuck's the Boomtown Boys? Hampton
1: the Hamster that was yeah that was the people who actually recorded it somebody the song. but they called it the Hamster song, and they recreated that sample. It was released in two thousand and one in Australia. Oh man, what do you reckon it got to on the charts? One five. It got to number one in Canada.
0: Where did Crazy Frog
1: get to? Oh, Crazy Frog got to number one. Ew. It definitely got to number one. Yeah, it was huge. It escaped the internet. I think they sold, like, little soft toys and, like, merch and stuff related to it. And it was just a bunch of gifts and a looping...
0: Did she make the... Did she make those gifts? Did she? I don't think so. I think she okay. just found them and stuck them up there. It's kind of dark how this wholesome, cute thing that she did was, like, appropriated into the market. Did she get the money?
1: Um, I think she got some of it. I think she sold the website at some point, and then she kind of, like, tried to get it back or she set up a mirror on another site but she'd lost the original url it's still it doesn't exist anymore there's like mirrors of it the one i brought up to play the music is just like a copy it's not quite the same the technology of html browsers has changed as well so they've had to sort of embed the music in a different way but you can still view the dancing
0: hamster gifs and stuff when you said that it was going to be vintage memes Mm. I thought it was going to be like the dude about to inject heroin and Jesus is like, no, my arm. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that kind of shit. Well, it could be. All right.
1: That's up to you. When it's your turn. All right. So how do we explain this to, how do we sum this up to uh, Marlo?
0: Okay, Marlo, so. Marlo uh, goes, what the fuck's a hamster dance? Okay, so Marlo, uh, do you know what HTML is, sweetie? <laughs> and I know that you know what GIFs are. I guess the hamster dance, when we were young and there was less stuff on the internet to look at, so maybe we were less discriminating. It was a simpler time. It was. It was a simpler time, Marlo. Um, the hamster dance was a website where there were some gifts of a hamster and a sample. That was all we needed back then.
1: <laughs> we just needed some little dance and hamsters. Sorry, I've got the music right do into do, my. do 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 do. <laughs>
0: do. Do 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 do. That's all we needed.
1: And we were happy.
0: Marlo would fucking hate the hamster dance. (laughs) It's alright, Marlo. I feel like
1: we've disappointed Marlo immediately.
0: No, Marlo's a little shit. That's the point. Yeah, true. Yeah, we're the elders. They're in the corner, on their phone. Making TikToks. Do you want a Devon and tomato sauce sandwich, Marlo? What if we catch the bus into the city? Well, you do whatever you like. I'm going to sit on the front landing and read a book. And um, as a special treat, I'm going to undo my bra. Wowee. This is really just stories about hanging out at my grandma's house. I see.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. It was just a website with looping gifts and a looping song.
0: But I fucking love shit like that. Still, like one of my favorite things to do is um, take a video of something dumb and put it in a YouTube looper. <laughs> I
1: guess that's kind of what TikToks are as well. They're looping very short little. Like I think the looping kind of in- can intensify. When you you get the
0: giggles. (laughs) Do you remember that there were some articles that was explaining why porn gifts that loop are so hot for women? No. All right. Well, I guess I better find that and send it to you. That sounds interesting.
1: Uh, Was it talking about the prevalence of that on Tumblr? Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And then bloody Yahoo bought Tumblr and took all the porn away.
0: Well, I got news. What's that? Smut's back. There's smut all over Tumblr man. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't
1: really looked at Tumblr in it's a long time. It's maybe not
0: quite as porny as it was before, mm. but it's pretty porny.
1: Okay. They just, they've worked out how to get around the censorship or has it been sold on again?
0: I have no idea. I'm there to consume, not to question.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I'm glad. I'm glad they've got the heart and soul back.
0: It's not quite like what it was before.
1: Mm. I do miss the glory days of Tumblr. My stomach just made a
0: really weird noise. <laughs> Patience, my pet. I don't know if the microphone Patience. picked it up, but it was
1: like a creaking door. <laughs> Maybe it's because all we've had is wine and cheese.
0: Jalapeno cheese. Jalapeno cheese. I mean, wh- what could I be complaining about? <laughs> I think I'm hungry. Like, I don't know if I'll get like a drive through on the way back. Uh, so that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in a fortnight
1: with a new episode. Check out the Instagram at Online Mole Patrol or our website com. Mole, mole spelt M-O-L-L like mole. The proper way. Not like mole. Not like the animal. Not like
0: mole, but mole.
1: But like Game on Moles. Mole. Yes.
0: Yeah. But when they put out all of that merch about Game on Moles, they put M-O-L-E because they were wrong they were very wrong i was really angry about it that
1: that's not the same thing at all no that's for like if you want to play a game with some little little animals yeah that's not for fighting with skanks
0: yeah skanks <laughs> are m o l l skanks like us yeah m o l l m o l l That's uh, actually what this podcast is about to popularize an understanding of mole versus mole yes um if you like this i want to let you know that the government has doubled the number of sessions that you can get under a mental health plan. Wow! Yeah, it's really great news.
1: That seems relevant to me as well as our audience.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Weird shut-ins like us. <laughs> I was thinking today about how whenever I have a depressive episode, in my head over and over, will pop in the word depression to the tune of um that song in Fiddler of the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof tradition.
0: <laughs>
1: depression. Depression. And it just will pop into my head all the time.
0: I don't really notice when I'm having a depressive episode. It's at the other end of it where I go like, oh, oh. I'm usually in it before
1: I realize. But then once I realize and I start struggling with certain things, I go,
0: oh, depression. Depression. All right. So see you next fortnight.
1: Yeah. See you in a fortnight. Tell your mates. And, uh, and if you right- see our
0: Spice Spice a beer. Yeah.
1: Also, write in with all the things we said to write in about and um, also write us a review, apparently. That's good. And I don't think anyone's written a review yet.
0: Oh. All oh, right. Yeah, write a review. Go on. Treat yourself.
1: Do it. Maybe it'll help us.
0: Sounds great. All right. Bye. Bye.